Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Welcome back to Living Box Free. If you clicked on this episode because of the title, you're in the right place because we (laughs) have issues. We sure do. Okay, if you're listening to this and you've heard the song, Elisa Jones, I've got issues. You've got them too. Give them all to me and I'll give mine to you. Okay, please tell me you've heard that song. Ash has not. I had not. And I can't sing, so she forced me to great. sing. I don't know what you're... That, I, was, that was great. <laughs> that was great. We have it recorded, so I can play it back for you and remind you that it was great. It, she's so high. <laughs> I feel like I'm a bass or a baritone. <laughs> I should be in pentatonics. I'll be that guy that goes... Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> not me. That's... I could do it. Okay, before we jump into <laughs> all, all of our issues in this new series, what's on the rise for you this week, Ash? Oh... The rise for me this week is Easter, which means which means Jesus Aww. is on the rise. He <laughs> has risen. Get it? <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah, that was real bad. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm working at a church now. It's I mean Easter is crazy, and as we're recording this, we haven't yet come to Easter, so we're getting there. But it's yeah, it's a little bit just trying to hold on. And trying it's a to hold big on. church. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of organization. Yep. And it's such a special holiday. Yes. And as we're going into Easter weekend, I will be there probably Friday afternoon into Friday night, all day Saturday, and all, well, probably till about three on Sunday. So, Oh my gosh, I did not realize that. Yeah. Wow. Well, I will see you after Easter. Yeah, Have a great time. You. Goodbye. It's been nice. <laughs> Bye-bye. It's been fun. <laughs> so wow. I'm grateful that the open is wrapped up and I don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. That so is Easter. good. That's yeah. positive. Yeah. What about you? What's on the rise for me this week? Green recovery. Oh, Ash has heard me whimper about this the last week. I'm like, I'm red and yellow. (laughs) (laughs) The last, like all of last week, Uh my, and yes, it's nice to have a fitness watch, but at the same time, it just highlights how you might be feeling. Yeah, it does. And so the last uh, week or so, Ash has heard me whimpering like, <laughs> oh, I'm yellow and red. I don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm crumbling. I'm melting. <laughs> and now I'm like, I am on day three of green. I'm hey, like, Whoa, that's what? exciting. Let's get pumped up. All right. <laughs> so uh, it, I I just feel, I feel good. Feeling, I've actually gotten more good. sleep too the last two days. And I'm feeling good. This is just the singing podcast. Mm, it is. I think that was uh, Andrew's answer on your hump day hype. If you're not following us oh, on Instagram, yes. uh, Living Box Free Podcast on Instagram, follow us. Going to make a playlist. Becky does hump day hype and I do feelings Friday, which, yeah. Have you posted yet? Today? I have not, but I have it all ready <laughs> to go. I have it all ready to go. Oh, perfect. But I just was, I'm interested to see if anyone, anyone uh, responds to today's. We'll, we'll see. Oh, I can't fun. wait. Yeah. Also, speaking of shameless plugs, uh-huh. we are going to be doing some giveaways. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So watch our handle because mm-hmm. we'll be doing some different giveaways, products, yep. services. We just did one for stuff. Lilac Kitchen. Mm, my stomach's growling Ooh-hoo. thinking about it. Yeah. Best, my favorite chocolate chip cookies so ever. So come along on that journey with us. Come along. Yes. Well, back to our issues. <laughs> back to our issues. We started off this we year. We both do have back issues. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Hot. <laughs> wow. Parent jokes everywhere today. Yeah. All we'll right, do an episode on 
poor humor another time. <laughs> One of our other issues. <laughs> uh, well, we started off this year talking about starting over again. again. Hey. It. hey, and now we are focusing on what are what are some of those issues? Mm-hmm. We're probably in that time of year. It's spring. Our New Year's resolutions, they've either either succeeded or we failed. And we're thinking about our issues that are probably still there. And we're going to talk about issues that aren't as common to speak about out loud. And being on this podcast, Living Box Free, we're just going to put it all out there. So we're going to share today in this introduction of our new series, one, uh, You Are Not Your Issues. We're going to talk a little bit about that. That sets the framework for this series Two, what type of issues are we going to talk about? We're going to share some examples. And then finally, we're going to talk a little bit about help. And we'll expand more on that throughout this series. That's our focus, though. Let's start off with you are not your issues. I'm not. I'm not. Tell me more. And actually, Ash, you talked about identity in the one before in our gratitude episode. Think about this. And I actually, I'm, I'm thinking of people who I've heard say this. I'm angry. I'm just an angry person. Mm, Yep. Let's say that you have the issue of you get angry really easily. That does not mean that you are angry. That is not who you are. You have learned to be angry. Mm -hmm. And we can then learn what are those triggers and how do we calm that anger down. We know that we know we've learned that anger, that that's, if that's not something you want to express all the time. Okay, let's reframe it and let's let's focus on how do we make a change. And knowing that change does not happen overnight for any of these issues because they're all complex and deep-rooted and some of them are are truly like innate and a part of who we uh part of our personality we're born with. Maybe you get angry really easily and your parents did too, but it doesn't mean that's who you are. Yeah. So, when we talk about issues and I'd, I'd be curious because I know, Ash, you've talked about depression on here, previous episode. Do you ever hear people say like, and I don't know how you would say this either. When you think of depression, how do you associate that with your identity? Mm, yeah, that is challenging because I do think of it as I, I tend to be a more negative person. It's something I have to work on. And we talked about that in the gratitude episode too. And so that's my natural personality trait. I do feel like for me, the majority of my depression is chemical and it is hormonal and I can feel it in my body. And so that doesn't feel like as much of my identity as the coping skills do. So the coping skills for that depression become part of my identity of I am someone who is athletic Mm -hmm. because I have to work out to deal with my depression. I am someone who has to eat well in order to not be depressed. I can't drink a ton of alcohol, you know, Mm -hmm. so those kinds of things become part of my identity more than the depression does. Yes. I think of, and we'll get into this, different type of issues we'll talk about. I think of back in my high school, college days when I really struggled with my my image mm-hmm. and had some eating issues. It's, it's very easy to think. And I remember thinking, I am fat. Mm. I am a fat person. And that was a part of how I saw myself and my identity and that, there was a point in time when I thought because I was fat, which once again, that's debatable. Yeah, that's really relative. It's subjective, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought because I'm fat, I will not be successful. And because I'm fat, people won't want to be my friend. And I had all these thoughts and that image I had of myself was how 
that was my identity. And it took a lot of strong influence and thinking and reframing for me to get to that point where, and it goes back to gratitude too. You know what? I'm actually, I can actually be pretty funny sometimes. <laughs> like people actually laugh at me sometimes. Sometimes, and, pretty uh, much all the time. That Just depends on the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I remember having this process in high school where I purposely thought, when I'd go into situations, okay, Becky, don't think of yourself as the fat person. Think of yourself as the fun person. Think of yourself as the person who gets dirty and loves and isn't afraid to jump in with the pigs. Yeah, you're getting a little bit of flashback here of what <laughs> I, I was it. like in high school. I love it. And and it, I had to think of those other pieces to really reframe, okay, my identity is I'm not just this one thing. I'm not just yeah. fat or I'm not just someone who struggles with eating, but I'm actually, I can be a fun person. I can be a good friend. I can get dirty and I can be a hard worker. I can, you know, throw hay bales and all that stuff. So that, when I think of this piece of issues, you might, you might be out there listening to this and you might be experiencing something similar where you think, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm a lazy person because I have no energy. I'm just always tired. That's who I am. And this series is about reframing. Yeah. You are not your issues and you can, you don't have to be what you're thinking. Oh, this is, you know, I'm depressed or I'm fat or I'm lazy. Well, let's reframe that and let's figure out what, just like what Ash said, what are those coping skills and tactics that we can put into play? So you, you can really enhance that identity that you really want to be and you feel like it's truly who you are. Yeah. And occasionally in, in our, I think our first episode and then a few times since then, we've talked about the Enneagram test, the personality test. And one of the th- reasons I love it so much is because they tell you what your innate issues or difficulties or problems are going to be, but it's not in a way, the point of the Enneagram is not to have you just stay there and accept that. The point is for you to move past those, to recognize them, to adapt to them, to yeah, develop those coping skills so that I say, okay, I am naturally a lazy or lethargic person. I need to learn to move past that mm-hmm. and to accept that in accept it in that it's okay that I started out that way, but then to start to move past it. Yep. Well, we've already alluded to a few of the type of issues we're going to talk about. Let me give let me give some data here as we jump into okay. I feel like this is going to be depressing. Oh, <laughs> the data! <laughs> it is. It's shocking. Yeah. And this is just for the United States. We can link the research here in the show notes. And there's when I did some research, there's some really cool organizations out there that keep track of all this information, and and have like donation and support groups and stuff like that for these different areas. We're going to talk about first one. In the United States, 40 million adults are affected by anxiety disorders each year. That's a lot. 40 million. 40 million. First off, if you're out there and you have anxiety, this actually might be a sigh of relief. Yeah. Like, I'm not alone. This is very common. Yep. Whether it's postpartum anxiety, just normal anxiety for anyone, or situational anxiety, social anxiety. So 40 million adults. 17.3 million adults had at least one major depressive episode last year. Not surprising. No. 2020. Yeah. One in 20 children were found to have anxiety or depression last year. Goodness gracious. That's pretty sad. And I, and I don't know. I mean, I feel like last year, I've heard a lot about depression for young people being associated with social media. And I feel like last year, there was a lot of negative cancel culture stuff on social media. So I don't know if that contributed to that with everyone isolating and being at home. Maybe it's just because they're isolated too. Yeah. Away from their friends. 
20 million women and 10 million men have eating disorders in the U.S. And one in 20 people will be affected at some point in their lives with an eating disorder. Wow. And eating disorders, once, once again, there's a variety of those, uh, bulimia, overeating, undereating, anorexia. So that when it comes to eating, I know I mentioned I've had some of those issues in my past. It is, it is one in 20 people will be affected at some point in their lives. So that's, those are a couple of the areas we'll talk about. So deep, and I mean, this is, this is uncomfortable for a lot of us. Yeah, It's almost like the, the skeletons in your closet that you don't want people to know and you want to hide it. We're going to get out of the box and we're just going to talk about it all and we're going to be vulnerable and share what have we struggled with and what have we done to overcome that. Uh, addictive personalities, I didn't find data on that, but I think just addiction in general, it's mm-hmm. another another deep issue that that people have that we'll, we can touch on. Our goal in discussing these issues, one, to break any stigmas out there. Break the stigma. Break it. End it. Yes. So I I think I can't remember if I mentioned this on an episode, maybe on the episode you did on depression. Mm-hmm. I There's someone close to my life who struggles with depression, and they were talking about, going to therapy and counseling and that person's parent didn't want them to do that at first because they didn't want other people to know they were depressed or it might make them not as hireable. Yeah. That's, that's what they thought was like, Oh, if people know you're depressed, companies won't want to hire you. Yeah. And if they see on your insurance, you're going to counseling or getting medication or anything, they might not hire you. And that stigma, stigma, I mean, that hurts that yeah that is in not, more ways than one yeah yeah because it means you're not getting the help you need and mm-hmm. you have that feeling of there's something wrong with me that I can't tell anybody yeah so we want to we want to break those stigmas if you're out there thinking I'm alone or oh there's something wrong with me and everyone else is normal uh well hopefully that the data we just shared shows yes. you there's a lot of people with issues you are not alone you are not alone number two our goal for discussing these issues is to allow you a space to have dialogue and whether that's you just listening or it just gives you some language and just feeling more comfortable that this is an okay thing to talk about, you can have dialogue with those who are important in your life. And sometimes just sharing this information with someone is so helpful. Yeah. And so, I mean, podcasts can be easy to share and say, hey, I listened to this great podcast. Would you listen to it? I'd love to talk about it. And you can do that for someone that you feel like is struggling with an issue or if you're struggling and you, you want to talk about it with someone, it's an easy way to do that. And the third reason we are talking about these issues is hopefully we can help you with where to go from here. If you don't have help, if you feel stuck and you just don't know what to do next, we're hoping in this series, talking about some different issues, we can give you some direction. Yeah. Once again, that direction looks different based on every person. Absolutely. But we can give you ideas, places to start or think about. Mm -hmm. The last piece in this series and something we want to highlight, and this goes back to where do you go from here? The importance of help. There are certain personalities out there that just think I can do this on my own. I don't need help. And sometimes that's not the case. And when that happens and you do need help, that's when we just go down deeper into that hole of whatever that issue is when you're not willing to, to share or seek help. And, and I don't know, Ash, if you've experienced any, any situations like that or any people who, 
avoid getting help because they feel like if I go to therapy or if I go to counseling or if I tell someone I have this issue, it's acknowledging that I'm broken or there's something wrong with me. Yeah. I, I mean, I said this a couple episodes ago, but there's something in me that when someone says that to me, I, I want to be like, well, what makes you special? Like what makes you, oh, yeah. what makes you feel like you can do it by yourself, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ask for help. I go to counseling. I have a psychiatrist. I mean, what, what makes you better than me that you think you can pull it together on your own? Yeah. And I think that, have I you mean, ever said that to someone? I have. Okay. I was just curious. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It uh, didn't go over super well. <laughs> oh, I mean, it wasn't bad, but yeah. I, I, that's not always what people need to hear. But I think that feeling of like, I should be able to pull it together on my own. Well, why? Where's yeah. that written? What, who told you that for starters and who's still telling you that? And maybe you need to, you know, take a step back from them in your life. If there still is actively someone telling you that you need to pull it together on your own or you should be mm-hmm. able to handle it on your own because it's just not true. We all need each other and we all need help. Yeah. I listened to a different podcast that I love. It's called WAG and it's a couple mm-hmm. and they actually did a episode on masculine and feminine energy and it was obviously it was like, hey, it doesn't matter what gender you are. We yeah. all have these yeah. two energies. And the masculine energy is that I can do it and I can do it on my own and that confidence. And so I think some of those people who have more of that masculine energy tend to think I should be able to do this on my own. I yeah. don't need help. And and just in my experience, I feel like the people I think of that come to my mind first who get offended when you mention getting help, they're oftentimes people who have more of that masculine energy. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so seeking help. We're going to talk about why it's a good thing. We'll discuss topics like therapy or counseling mm-hmm. and what is that like if you've never been and where? how do you even go about finding the right yeah, counselor? because that can be really anxiety-inducing in yeah. and of itself. And when you already have anxiety, that's a problem. <laughs> yes. And I also think thinking of stigmas, I feel like a lot of people might just picture therapy as, well, why would I pay someone for me to sit on a couch and talk and then just write notes? Yeah. So I think what we'll try to do is paint that picture. What is it really like? What are some stigmas around therapy and uh, what's what's the reality and how can it help you? I've had four different therapists, so I can I can throw out some ideas. Good, good. good. We'll let you lead that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll also discuss things like support groups, finding community and what are the benefits of that? And then finally, for some of these areas, you know, is it is it a doctor prescribed uh, solution, whether that's medication or something else? So we'll talk about what are some of those different types of help based on some of those issues. Obviously, knowing that you need to find what works for you. And we really just want to drill in that point. Help is a good thing. Yeah. It is okay. Doesn't mean that you're broken, wrong, weak. Doesn't mean any of those things. In fact, it will often strengthen your relationships when you ask other people for help mm-hmm. because it helps other people to know that they are necessary and helpful in your life. I mean, that they're valued, that they have a place. So when you're able to ask others for help, it's meaningful. Mm. I mean, there is the help or asking for help without boundaries is different, but asking for help with boundaries is, is it's important. Yeah. Well, so get excited. Get this excited. is our next series. We're just take peeling all those layers off. <laughs> We're going to go straight to those deep issues that you feel uncomfortable talking about. We sure and, are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We hope this is a place where you can feel safe and feel free to message us if you have any specific areas or issues we didn't mention that you want us to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. We're excited to talk about our issues Woo-hoo. with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> 
with that, thank you all. We are excited. We'll kick off our first one in this series here next week. So tune back in. Bye.